Hi, this is Ben Lowe with Back to the Bible Canada, and we're here again today with Truth and Life Today with Dr. John Newfeld and our guest Isaac Dagno from In Doubt Ministries, a ministry, a youth ministry of Back to the Bible. Uh, last few weeks we've been talking about uh, God's sovereignty, disaster, and, and suffering. And we talked about suffering in a little bit more of a general uh, way last week, mm. uh, but tonight I think we want to really look at... Uh, where the rubber meets the road on it, personal suffering. Yeah. Uh, we, we know people who suffer. Yeah. Uh, we see people who suffer. You might be going through your own suffering. You might be uh, observing the suffering of a loved one. You know, I think sometimes when we see the suffering on media, whether it be the television or whatever the case might be, it's all at an arm's distance away. And it makes it a little bit easier to, uh, to not question as much. Right. But when it hits us personally, then the alarm bells go off, I think, and we start questioning um, why is this happening? What's the justice in all of this? Uh, what did I do wrong? Uh, feelings of guilt, uh, uh, whatever the case might be. But John, let's just start off uh, today saying, you know, what would be your counsel to somebody who's suffering through any of those things? A broken relationship, a health yeah. issue, a loved one who's passed away uh, uh, without uh, sort of any warning? What might be your, your counsel? Ben, I think you might have put your finger on it already when you talked about uh, people saying, what did I do wrong? Yeah. And I do think that we have to help people uh, to, to get away from that question. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, one of the things that we all know of people who, who've suffered, other people, sometimes well-meaning Christians will say, you know, you need to repent of your sins. Yeah. And they sound like Job's comforters, yeah. really, yeah, they okay. do. Yeah. Um, and so we have to help individuals to say, first of all, um, understand that God, the sovereign God, loves you mm -hmm. and uh, is concerned for your well-being and would not allow anything into your life unless it were for your eternal long-term good. Mm -hmm. And you need to learn to revel in that truth, even while you suffer. So I would say to people, don't ask all of those why questions. Okay. Revel in the truth that my God has not deserted me mm -hmm. and that my God is concerned for my long-term future and will not let me go. Yeah. So I think there's a time for questions to be answered and there's a time simply to be secure and to be silent before a God. And I think at the time of suffering, that should be our first response. Mm -hmm. Run to God and be comforted in the fact that he loves you. Yeah. And I think that's key. You know, it can turn you upside down, though. Yeah. I mean, I think I was just trying to think about something we share in common. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we share in common, just over a year ago, we lost a very special friend yeah. mm -hmm. uh, in Rebecca, who was our uh, audio manager here uh, from a car uh, accident and, and, and her death from that. And it, and it knocked the, the, the pegs out of all of us, I think. Sure did. Because she was so vibrant. She loved the Lord so much. So there's so much she had to offer. And yet, I don't know, it just seems un, without understanding. How do, you, how do you come to terms with that type of loss? Ben, I, I, you know, it's such, I mean, it's something we all share here at Back to the Bible. And anyone who knows us yeah. knows of Rebecca and her ministry. It was a unique ministry, and I think she was a unique woman of God. Yeah. Um, and it's important for us to sometimes, you know, at the risk of repeating myself, to simply leave those why questions behind and simply say, 
We may know larger philosophical answers, but we don't know the individual answers. And it is important to entrust our souls to a God who in the light of eternity, I think we're going to know, but I think we can comfort ourselves also in this, that Christ Jesus was raised from the dead for Rebecca Cron. You know, and so that she became the beneficiary of a great promise of God. And she today revels in that. I know it doesn't answer the reason for the loss, Mm. but in a sense, it does bring us to the final outcome of our faith. And Ben, I'm going to add one more thing, and it's simply this. When Jesus went through this earth and healed people, every single person he healed, we know this, Ben, eventually got sick of something else, (laughs) and Jesus didn't heal them of that. That's right. All of those people eventually got sick again and died. Mm -hmm. So what Jesus did in his healing is provided us a temporary measure that something greater was ahead. And that something greater is what our dear sweet sister in Jesus, uh, Rebecca Cron, has now inherited. And I think it's important too to realize that the 30 years that Rebecca was walking this earth and maybe you're watching and you know you've lost a loved one as well and however many years they lived it could have been a month it could have been a whole 70 80 90 years uh, those years were not in vain yeah. and when you think of the way that God worked through Rebecca in this world bringing light uh, shining her light Christ within her um, I mean we all can testify to that um, and I, I just, I see that the fruit of her work through Christ for those 30 years will go on for a long, long time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, one of the other, and I have a sort of a personal experience of this as well, is um, that sense that when, when things do go wrong, you, you sort of touched on it a bit, when things do go wrong, or when you have a chronic health issue, yeah. and you, we, we all know people that suffer daily with these chronic health issues, and so they're trying to deal with all the the emotions and the spiritual part of all that and their, their foundation and their walk with Jesus. And at the same time, you'll get people that come to them, Christian brothers and sisters who say, you know, uh, if you just get your life right with the Lord or, you know, you can have healing. I think that that's a huge thing. You know, the, the people are, are wondering, well, why aren't you healed? What is wrong with your faith? Right. And all of a sudden you have all these uh, emotions of guilt upon you like, I'm doing something wrong spiritually. Mm. I'm at a distance from God in which I can't be saved or I can't be healed. What am I doing wrong? Yeah, I bet I have a memory I'd like to tell you about, and that is I was teaching uh, at a a German Bible school, and uh, we asked the question, or I asked the question to the class, if a believer sins, does God punish us for those sins? Mm. And I had a young man put up his hand and say, yes, he does. So I embarrassed this kid, I'm sorry I did, but I I made him stand in front of the class and I said, now I want you to explain to this class why Christ died. Did he die to take all of the punishment of your sins or did he leave something undone on the cross? Would you explain that to the class? And of course, I mean, he got flustered and and eventually sat down and was embarrassed, but I think I tried to make the point with the class. I mean, at some point in time, we've either got to embrace fully the cross or we're into some kind of works righteousness. Yeah. I mean, but there's enough in every single person that suffers to say, there are things that I've done yeah. that surely earn me this. Yeah. And then for the believer, there is this, 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 this assurance that, but someone has already suffered in my place. Yeah. And the transfer is complete. 
And so when a believer, and, and I want to say if, if you're a believer and you're watching this and you've been to a suffering individual and you've said, you know, what have you done? Yeah. I mean, you know, the time is for you to repent. Right. Yeah. But the question would be, John, then, you know, if Christ has suffered in yes. my place, then what is that suffering? in the believer's life. Yeah, the suffering in a believer's life is a very different kind of suffering. See, if you and I, Isaac, didn't ever suffer, right. we would never know what it meant for Christ to suffer for us. Mm -hmm. There is something that's lacking in our understanding of the love of Christ right. until we suffer. Yeah. Now, when you and I suffer, I mean, it comes to us and it's unwelcome. We didn't choose that. Yeah. It descends on our lives, but he who loves us yeah. willingly embraced suffering. Yeah. He chose it for himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm overwhelmed with that thought. That's good. Yeah. So I, I want us, when we suffer, mm -hmm. to think of our union with Christ who suffered with us and I am brought closer to him in my own suffering. You know, I think it's important too to realize that for a lot of young adults today, they're being preached a Christianity to them, this religion of comfort. Uh, you can have everything you want, you can be in the right churches with the right people, you can have all the right things, you can live this life, it's good life here. And then you, you look at what Jesus said when he said, if you desire to follow me, you have to pick up your cross, deny yourself and follow me. And if we think that denying ourselves, picking up our cross, following him doesn't have some sort of suffering along with it, then I think we're missing something. And it really comes down to where do we find our delight? Yeah. Are we finding our delight in the things of this world? Or do we have a perspective that's beyond that? Yeah. A perspective that says, you know, I'm living out this life in my suffering in order that I might relate to yeah. Christ's suffering. Yeah. But I'm living out my life here for the, for, for the glory of God. Yeah. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, and I think to myself, there's sometimes I deal with suffering better than other times. Me too. Particularly when it comes to people around me, yeah. my loved ones. And... and, and uh, that's difficult. It's difficult to watch that type of suffering. I have a question, John. It would be so much of the New Testament, uh, it encourages a, a rejoicing in suffering when it comes to a, a persecution of the person's faith. Yeah. You have Peter and John rejoicing. They were persecuted on account of the name of Jesus. But when it comes to something like chronic illness, yeah. there's a difference in that suffering. So can we still... Like rejoice in that? Or? Yes, because, uh, for instance, in Philippians, Paul mentions a man by the name of Epaphrodites mm -hmm. who had come to see him. And Paul says, you know, he almost encountered death. Right. And then he says, but, but God spared me from sorrow upon sorrow. Mm -hmm. um, and he also says in Philippians 1.29, for it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. And I think that suffering should be understood in the widest possible terms. Okay that God allows us the experience of suffering in so many different realms. Right. He does that so that um, we might share deeply yeah. in Christ himself. Not just persecution. But Not just persecution, but that we should know Christ in every way. Yeah. Now, and that's such a great and important message because I fear, you know, I remember not too many years ago uh, visiting some folks, elderly folks, and there was this elderly lady, and she was still feeling the guilt over something she had done when she was a child. Yeah. And her, her father said, how can anybody ever love you? Mm -hmm. And from that experience, she, she decided that even at her old age, that, that Jesus couldn't love her either. I know. Then. She needs to hear her heavenly father say, in Christ, how could anyone love you? And she needs to embrace the cross and say, yeah. that's how. That's right. Yeah. You know, and people need to be released from that guilt. 
And, uh, you know, you, you've mentioned the, the salvation story, in essence, you know. Uh, Christ's uh, death upon the cross was sufficient yeah. yes. for each of us. Yeah. John, I wonder in just the last few seconds whether you might pray for those yeah. people who are struggling and suffering yeah. right now. Yeah, Father, I do pray for everyone uh, who's listening, who is going through a very deep valley of the shadow of death. Mm. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray, may the cross of Jesus Christ be so near to them so that they might fully wrap their arms about Christ who was crucified on their behalf. Oh, Lord God, bring hope and bring the assurance of eternal life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thanks so much today, guys. Uh, great message, I think. I think people will benefit from this a lot. And uh, just a reminder that uh, if you want to see this episode again or any of the episodes, you can just go to backtothebible.ca. It'll direct you to all the different places that you can view this program. Thanks so much for your support, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. We hope you're enjoying the new Truth and Life Today show with Dr. John Newfeld. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode each week. But we want you to be involved in the show. To submit your own personal questions to Dr. John, you can email us at info at backtothebible.ca or find us on Facebook by searching Truth and Life Today.